0: From being burdened by negativity, anxiety, fears, and traumas, to feeling light, happy, and positive, fully engaged in life. My next guest is a speaker and writer on the benefits of microdosing for mental health. Let me first start out by saying thank you to Podcast Powertrain for helping produce my show. These are the guys you need behind you if you're looking to start your podcast. Also, I'd like to thank Powered by Riverside FM. That's right. Our show is powered by Riverside FM, one of the best platforms to actually have a podcast on. So I'm going to have some links at the end of the show or in the show notes. Check them out. These are the two people that you need to get up, get with to make your podcast top 100.
1: the Good Dudes Grow 2.0. On the Good Dudes Grow 2.0, we're here to let you know the importance of plant-based medicine and psychedelics on mental and physical health. We're bringing you stories of how these medicines have changed lives and can save lives. We want to teach you the healing power of plant-based medicine. This is
0: The Good Dude's Grow 2.0. Everybody. welcome back to Good Dudes Grow. I'm your host, Gary Roberts. I have a wonderful guest. She's a public speaker, she's an author. Uh, she's somebody I, I started to follow on, on Lydikin. It was, her story was very interesting, especially with her background and everything. So I wanted to bring her on, talk about how she got involved in, in the psychedelic industry and talk a little bit of her background and the reason why she got involved. So I'd like to thank Peggy Van de Planche to uh, yeah. my podcast. And Peggy, thank you so much for coming on.
1: Now, thank you so, so much for inviting me. And thank you for pronouncing my name so well. You're you're one of the few Americans who can do that. So it's quite a feat. Thank you, Gary.
0: I had to pull back my French-Canadian, try to mix it up a little bit American, and I did it. (laughs) <laughs>
1: that's true i forgot about that yes that's your montreal uh you know english french yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> well thank you again like coming on my show like i said i, I started looking a little bit about the post you're doing on LinkedIn, and then i tell everybody like who i bring on my show i kind of stalk them for a while and kind of <laughs> do some research and figure everything out but tell us a little bit more about your background because your background is not normal to just psychedelics and stuff it's kind of very intense background so it's very interesting how you got in the field
1: Yes, definitely. And and thank you. That's a a very, very kind question. And and thank you for stalking me and and thinking I was (laughs) worthwhile to come on the podcast. I appreciate it. So as I'm sure everyone can hear, I'm from France originally. Um, I live in Toronto. I moved here 20 years ago. Uh, And my background is in finance, which is why, you know, Gary, you're you're saying that I'm not coming, I guess, from uh, the traditional route. Um, I actually worked in finance for 20 years. I was a banker. um, And more recently, I was a venture capitalist, so investing in technology company. Uh, I had actually my own uh, my own business for the last seven years, and I was uh, advising investment funds on how to allocate capital to uh, to technology investment. So, that's you know all I've ever done. I was very much finance, finance, high achiever, uh, what people would call um, a personality, and which is why I moved to North America. And actually, uh, a few months ago, um, I decided to close my business um, to drop from the boards I was on, uh, stop all public speaking activities related to finance, and I started focusing on psychedelics. And there is a reason why I, uh, I changed, um, simply because for my own healing, psychedelics have been really, really, really helpful. Uh, and not only it gave me the courage, I guess, to change life, um, but also I wanted to share you know, what, what it had done for me with, with everyone, um, because it has been so great for me that I want everyone to be able to benefit from it
0: that's that's amazing so was was there a specific uh trauma because i know a lot of people with trauma go to psychedelics was there a specific trauma in your life that made you switch or look into psychedelics or was it just something in business saying i I needed to change and you just needed something to you know figure out how to change
1: Yeah. Well, you know, if you look at trauma, the question is, do you want chronological or do you want alphabetical? So, you know, like uh, (laughs) I've had my share of trauma, like I'm sure everyone will come, you know, here. Um, Death, obviously, is always a big one, but mental health issues. Uh, So it, it was a mix of mental health issue coming from my family, mental health issue coming from the pressure of the work mental health issue coming from you know losing my brother when i was very young you know like all these things so um i would say for the last 12 years i've really been on this healing treadmill (laughs) (laughs) and um you know as i said i'm pretty much a type personality so you know i'm going at it like a missile you know so i tried many many different things Uh, some have been more or less helpful Um, But I really, really needed that shift. I was just so tired with being myself, being negative, you know, always looking at everything, you know, the glass half empty, the anxiety was killing me, you know, it was very, very difficult being myself, you know. And um, I never wanted to take uh, prescribed drugs. Um, I actually never took recreational drugs before. <laughs> so I was pretty much, uh, you know, a virgin in, on that front. So I've, I've never really um, been someone who, I love to try new things, but drugs have never been my things, recreational or prescribed. I, I was really, I couldn't take it anymore. So I was like, okay, whether I'm going to a prescribed drugs option. Um, and uh, it didn't sit right to me because I always looked at prescribed drugs as... Solving the symptoms, but not treating the problem. And it can be very helpful if you're going through a big event, you know, Uh, but as a long term, it's not a solution. So I think it's a great, great crutch and people should look into that if they need it, you know, but the challenge that it's not rewiring my brain. I'm still the same person with the same problems behind, you know, and, and oddly enough, suddenly in the, span of a, in the span of a month, I could see psychedelics information coming to me from everywhere, you know, over universe is skilled to do that, you know? And I was just like, oh my God, this magic mushrooms thing seem interesting, you know? Yes. <laughs> And, and trust me, you know I'm a 45-year-old French woman. It's not really the type of thing that you're thinking. Well, I'm going to do magic mushrooms today. <laughs> and um, but in Canada, the legislation is way way more open. So it has psychedelics have been uh, decriminalized at large in Canada. So actually, my massage therapists sell um, you know chocolate edibles with psilocybin. I'm like, wow, that's a sign. I did some <laughs> research <laughs> on microdosing, and that's who I started.
0: That's 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 amazing, and, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. Uh, you don't have to have like we talked before with the trauma. You don't have to have a certain trauma to go to. It could just be how you have spent so many years like being a type A personality and just beating yourself up and trying to to get ahead, get ahead, to get ahead. You kind of forget about yourself. You kind of forget. Okay, well. You know, I need time now for me. You know, something either I'm going to break or something's going to break or something needs to figure it out. So that was pretty interesting that you knew you found that and you decided to to do that. And then you just, you went down, like I think you said, everybody should try different options. Uh, I'm not one of those people who think that, you know, psychedelics is against. Big pharma some people need you know pharmaceuticals and some people need psychedelics just because a lot of psychedelics are out in the open right now doesn't mean that they are for everybody not, you know exactly. psilocybin may not be for hundreds of people it, it all depends and you need to find out and be uh, y- you need to be you need to know where you want to go and what you want to fix and that's pretty much what's going to actually drive you to what product you know that and, and I, is that how you decided on philocybin itself or is it just is that how you did your research
1: you said something so important the intention and i should have started with that what is your intention you know and for me the intention was to be closer to my authentic self I was tired of hating myself. I was tired of being so anxious. I couldn't live in the moment and I couldn't enjoy life, you know, like, I mean, I would have watched, you know, what time it was 200 times just to make sure I was, you know, on time for our discussion because I was so anxious. It eats your life, you know, and then you hate yourself for doing that, but you cannot prevent yourself from doing that. It's just, right. it's just, a, it's an awful, awful cycle. Um, so how did I uh, decide and why did I think that psilocybin was the, the, the right um, modality of the, the right treatment for me? Um, it's simply because I like the fact that it was a plant-based um, so some people do microdosing with LSD. Some do with uh, MDMA. Uh, all of that is chemical. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that personally, I was closer to the idea of taking a plant-based um, treatment or whatever the name we want to call that. And, uh, and so I did a lot of research specifically, uh, specifically on that.
0: So, so a lot of people here are here or they read like you did hear psilocybin, microdosing, you know, heavy recordosing. What was your, and you're wondering what the experience was. Am I going to get high? Am I going to, you know, going to take this? Am I going to be out of control? What was your first uh, time you did it? How did you decide to do it? And what was it like?
1: Yeah, so, so I did quite a bit of research before because last thing I wanted to your point was to get eye and have, you know, the allicigenic effect. That was not uh, the, the goal. Microdosing is really about taking very very small dose so let's see you're uh, going on a trip what people think you know when they're looking at a movie like uh, um, you know a vegas type of thing you know so uh, they're going to take three grams and then they're going to go on this uh, amazing trip of you know visiting planets and whatever they, they might be doing when you're microdosing you're taking five to ten percent of that so it's So, so you have the mental health benefits without the hallucinogenic eye. So for me, when I started, because I've never taken any drugs before, of course, I had a bit of an eye because it's like, okay, the first time you smoke a cigarette or you have a glass of wine, you know, like, because you're, (laughs) so it was very interesting because I was so happy. I was just so happy. I remember walking. I have a ravine not not far from me and I'm walking and I feel like, oh my God, I feel like dancing in the trees, you know, like I was just so happy. So, um, but I'm taking very small dose. I take them every two or three days. What I always, always recommend to people is experiment first, because you and I are different. If I'm telling you, this is my regimen, you know, uh, we don't have the same age, we're not the same gender, we're not the same weight, you know, we don't even have the same nervous system. So it's nice to have a baseline, but we need to try which is the right dosage, the right frequency, but also the right mushrooms. You have different strains and some strains are, stronger than other, and they don't have the same uh, attributes. So, you know, I'm saying that to the people who are listening today, yes, do your research, start with a baseline, which is, you know, the uh, most common regimen, but don't say, Oh, that works. I'm sticking with that because maybe there is something even better for you. Or don't say it doesn't work because maybe the dosage was not the right one, or maybe you didn't take the right mushroom. So that's what I wanted to share.
0: Nice. And if, correct me if I'm wrong, but psilocybin, you do build a tolerance to it. And this is why there's sort of a cycling to microdosing, correct? You would not be taking it every day because you would build up technically a tolerance, am I correct? Well, actually, it's almost the
1: other way around. I'm reducing the dosage. I started six months ago, and I'm taking a quarter of the dose that I was taking at the time. So, it's not so much building a resistance, it's almost the overall round, it's building, uh, it, it becomes exponential. Mm. At least for me, it's the case, and I've seen it in other people. I haven't done a clinical trial, so it's still very anecdotal what I'm saying, let's be honest. Huh? But So, it's not about having to increase your dosage or all of that. Uh, it's, it's, for me, it has been the overall
0: Oh, okay. So, so do you take yours every day or do you still take it like three days and then stop uh, it? I or? take
1: every other day. Every
0: other day?
1: Uh, I take it every other day. Uh, sometimes I do a break during the weekend, you know, but again, I'm very keen with experimenting. So I, I don't want to always take it because otherwise you never know what happens when you stop. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I, I, I still change a little bit the dosage because who I am today is not what I was yesterday and Mm-mm. or next or next week will be another person, you know? So I think it's very important to also in, in a certain range, of course, that's going to take five times for those, <laughs> you know, in three days, but you still want to adjust, um, based, use your intuition. I think intention every time I take my, um, uh, my little mushroom, um, which is actually a piece of chocolate. Uh, I'm thinking, okay, what do I want from that? What is it? And for me, it's going to be, okay, I want joy. I want lightness. I want, you know, to feel to feel good and using my intuition. So, you know, today I took a bit more. I felt I wanted a bit more today. So that's not an exact science.
0: And you know what? We, we touched on it before, but intentionality, I feel like it's, it's, that's the conversation. In all the psychedelic injuries, no matter what you're taking, whether it's psilocybin, LSD, MDMA, it all comes down to intentionality of what you want to actually get from. Because because psychedelics is not like uh, a pharmaceutical; it's not going to instantaneously change something. Like for a pain for pain management, you can take a a, you know oxycodone or 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 an opiate, and all of a sudden you feel that change within right away. Psychedelics aren't like that. They, they actually help you change, but over a period of time, as long as you know how you want to change. And that actually helps exactly. those experiences when you take it much better, correct? Yeah.
1: Yes. And, you know, that's, that's what I love is that it rewires your brain. You know, it's really about neuroplasticity. So, again, it's very important to think that, every day you're getting closer to your intention and to who you want to be, you know, and what you want to feel, what you want to experience. So for me, I have very much a vision of what is lightness? What is, what is it what I want to feel? And I'm, that's my intention. And you, you make a very, very good point is that I did a lot of different modalities before. That can be meditation, can be visualization, hypnosis. I mean, you name it. And combining it with microdosing or psychedelics, it's amplifying it. It's wonderful. So so you want, to your point, you want to also if you're really motivated i know some people are like okay i'm just doing my micro dosing which is very good but uh i like to do more <laughs> so i'm doing you know my meditation with uh my microdosing or my visualization and all that, and it amplifies the results
0: so we're, we're gonna uh, to unpack that a little bit one of the cool things i i've read or i in what people have told me from research and from the, the clinicians i've talked with on my other project in costa rica is basically you can microdose on the one day but that intentionality can also go on to the days that you are not microdosing uh-huh. so it's oh, yes. transformed so for those people who think well you know i gotta take this if i want an intentionality and feel good all day i have to take it every day but it doesn't like you said the neuroplasticity and the rewiring makes you the days that you're taking it off it still makes you want to feel like you're taking it so you still have that intentionality without having you take it in those days off. And that's the best, that's one of the, one of the most interesting things about psychedelics.
1: Exactly. You know, you, you framed it perfectly, you know, like it's not because, and you know, the concept of time is also, you know, all relative. So, if a doctor was prescribing you a pill every other day, you'd be fine with that, and no one would say, "Well, if it's not every day, does it mean da 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 da?" It's the same. It's the same. You're taking something. You know, at the end of the day, you want to use the power of your mind. For me, that's what is very important. Is how can I harness? Uh, we know that, you know, the placebo effect is very real. We know we have the ability to build new neural connection. I just want to help my brain to do it faster and better, you know, and, um, and, and, for me, because I was suffering from so much anxiety and so much negativity, um, obviously when you see that, oh my God, life can be different. You want more of that you know, and faster and better because you're like, oh my God, I spent 45 years being in that dark hole. And now, you know, it's like someone has removed the cover and
0: you're like, well, I want to crawl out of that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's amazing. Yeah. So all these experiences, uh, all the trials and yeah. the different types of what you're doing, is that how you became, you decided like, let me write the book, you know, Paris mushrooms and me. How, how did that come about?
1: I, you know, it's, it's, it's very interesting. It's a bit of chicken and egg in the sense that, um, so I started microdosing, absolutely loved it. I was just like under the spell, you know, and, and maybe I should mention that to the audience. So when you microdose psychedelics, you have different type of benefits and I will bucket them in three, three type of buckets. The first one is performance and focus which is why you've heard so many people in Silicon Valley, my friends in venture capital, entrepreneurs, they are are doing microdosing mainly for the idea of being more creative, being more focused, being more present. And that's really that that bucket. The second bucket is mental health. And mental health is really much what I was talking about, you know, removing or at least decreasing strongly your anxiety, helping with depression. the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs is actually doing clinical trials right now with veterans um, to test psychedelics for depression, anxiety, PTSD, addictions. This is very real. Tons of clinical trials are happening right now. It's not uh, you know opus focus, you know. So so mental health is a second um, type of benefits, and the third one is very much related to spirituality, because psychedelics do open up your awareness and your intuition and your connection to others, your compassion towards others and yourself. So um, why, and I'm sorry, it's a long uh, explanation regarding uh, writing the book, but what I benefited was the performance and focus, which was not what I was looking for, but you know, I I was very happy. So I went uh, to Europe, I was speaking, that's the last time I was speaking at a conference on finance. And um, because I'm from France, I, I was speaking in Amsterdam. So I spent 10 days on vacation. It's always very triggering for me to go back to France. Uh, first, because the people are nasty, as you know that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that, that is weird. I thought they called us nasty from Montreal, so now I know the truth. It's the other way around, all right? I got it. The truth. The truth is the French are nasty people. Uh, plus,
1: you know, you have all your childhood buttons that are being pressed left, right, and center. And for the first time in my life, actually, uh, the trip went well. You know, I was not like a total mess. You know, (laughs) when after two days, uh, after two days of trying to get a a waiter to take my order, you know what I mean? So um, I was just like, oh, that's, that's, that thing is working. It's very amazing. So when I came back, um, I actually caught COVID. So I was stuck at home for 10 days because that was the quarantine. And so in 10 days, I wrote a book. I wrote one chapter every day. And so I wrote the first draft of my book, sharing my experience, my dosing and, you know, oh, it went in France and oh, I wasn't triggered by this and that. And all. so that's all the book came to be, uh, share. And there was a, a lot of a download as well, you know, my right, right. Came, it came as well. So it was just easy. And, um, and that's,
0: that's how it started. That's that's amazing, and I, what I want everybody to understand about that is that a lot of people think that okay, so all these people who are using magic mushrooms or LSD or, or psilocybin or microdosing, that they're still able to function. And actually, people are using it to function even better, like you said, a high performance and focusing. You're talking about you know Silicon Valley, where you know where the Googles are, and, and all the, the technology, because you were in a technology finance, where all the people that create new things are. So I it's hard for, for me to fathom when somebody tells, okay, well, you know, you're a firefighter, you know, you're going to take, you know, you're going to go take psychedelics. You're not going to be able to do your, your job, but on a microdosing scale, it might actually be able to do your job on a better, more exact aspect of it. So not only would it help us with mental health, but it would help us, you know, probably enjoy the job a uh, much better. Cause we see, you know, we see a lot of, you know, really bad things, a lot of depressive things, a lot of, you know, people's nightmares are actually, we see, I always try to tell people this, but your one nightmare, we see about 10 of those every time we go to work. So we see people's nightmares continuously. So having the ability to maybe use psychedelics as a preventative medicine for mental health and help PTSD later on the road on a microdosing scale is really, really interesting. And and it seems like a real, a good way to go. And I'm glad the veterans and all that are actually looking for for, looking into that even more in depth. I would really love and that's what I'm trying to do is try to get a study with first responders while they're still performing their duties because Mm -hmm. like i said we we get scans of our bodies all the time when they look for cancer and lumps and everything else you know we get scans from our our shoulders down making sure that we don't get cancer with everything that we inhale everything we do make sure our bodies work properly but nothing ever happens with from the shoulders upward yeah exactly and that's where all the you know the suicides come from depression the drinking uh the medication to try and sleep and and i think like with stories like yours bringing it out showing that you don't have to have that trip those little bit of microdosing, just opening it up and you know being happy you know ha, yeah. you know you've had a terrible day and you just want to be happy maybe that's the you know maybe you don't do the micro dosing when you're on shift but you come off shift you do it then so that the bad things become more tolerable and you're you're happy exactly. to go home and see your family and it doesn't build up in your mind so that it becomes an end result of okay am i going to talk to a gun or i'm going to Take a a chocolate with philocybin, you know, that's what I'm trying to really trying to change out out in Costa Rica. So, you know, having you on the show is actually, it really, really reinforces that, especially, like I said, from the beginning, when we started from the background, you were in finance, you were in technology, you're, you know, you were, you know, venture capitalists, you, you dealt with other people's money or people who are looking to do stuff with money to actually create stuff for them. And, you know, and you could still do this type of stuff on, you know, on a daily basis as well. So thank you you do it better because you're more present. It's
1: as if the day's slowing down. I don't know how to explain it. You need to live it. You would have told me that. I'm like, what what do you mean the day's slowing down? It's just that it's 1.30. I feel it's 6.30 because I've already done so much things because instead, because I'm very mindful. So to your point with jobs like firefighters, which you really need to be on the top of your game all the time, it is helpful to be present. But at the same time, it removes the edge of your nervous system. So what you're saying about, of course, you're saying things that are terrible. And every time your nervous system, ding, 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 is taking a ping. Well, what if you can reduce that, you know, and have a bit of a buffer between what you see every day, which is, intolerable suffering, and, and you absorbing that as a human being. And that's why I really, really think that could be extremely helpful. And you know, when we're talking about veterans, it's amazing, but it's post. It's once the problem has arrived. Right. I think using it as prevention, you know, and as a maintenance, <laughs> uh, exactly. is, is very, very important. Very important. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So you wrote the book in 10 days. Uh, is it available already? Does, can people actually purchase it?
1: I'm looking, I'm, I'm I actually, I just finished the last, the last edit. So I'm speaking with agents and publishers. So if we have an agent or a publisher who's listening, I'm still looking for my person. When you write a book, you need to find someone who's passionate about your book. You know, it cannot be whoever who is an agent. You need someone who, you know, someone like you who understand, okay, it's a project that I want to be supporting because it's important. So there is a bit of matchmaking and I'm looking for my match. <laughs>
0: got it. Got it. Well, if anybody's out there and knows about a good match for uh, Peggy's book, let's, let's help her out and, and let's connect with her. If they wanted to stay, follow you and find out when the book's available and anything, how would they do that in social media? What's the best way to connect with you?
1: Oh, well, listen, I am on LinkedIn, as you know, uh, I have a website, I am on Instagram. I mean, I'm on pretty every social platform um, and under my name. So there are not that many Peggy der plush around. <laughs> <laughs> so y- you can find me easily if, uh, if you want to reach out to me and I might be slow to answer, but I answer to every messages
0: perfect what we'll do is we'll put all those uh we'll put all your links your social links and your website in the show notes this way when we we post it everybody can actually reach out to you peggy thank you Gary. i appreciate you taking the time out of your day today to actually talk with us about yeah. microdosing your book and, and everything else it was a wonderful conversation and very very encouraging to know that you know there there's a way to get to psychedelics and it's not just the what we read in the newspapers, where you have to have that trip, but there's also microdosing that can actually help a lot of people, maybe even more people than worrying about just going to take that big trip.
1: Yes, exactly, and it's more accessible. You know, I wouldn't recommend someone to start with a big trip, (laughs) but, you know, maybe some people are braver than me, but the microdosing is is a great way to start. But thank you so, so much, Gary, for the invitation. Everyone was listening. If you have questions, comments, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Usually I always have a lot of questions, (laughs) so don't hesitate. Um, Nothing makes me happier than uh, to interact and to answer and to be helpful
0: beautiful beautiful peggy you have a rest uh, wonderful rest of your day
1: you too thank you so much gary bye bye
0: bye bye. hey everybody thank you for listening to the show and like i said at the beginning of the show i'll have some links for you so if you're interested in starting your podcast yourself one of the best places to go is podcast powertrain right now they're doing an, an amazing offer for all their course material if you want to actually help get your uh, show ranked All you got to do is go to gooddudesgrow.com forward slash powertrain and you'll get all the information there. Also, if you're looking for a platform, not sure which platform to use to record your show on, Riverside FM is the one we use. You can also go to gooddudesgrow.com forward slash Riverside, check them out and you will not be disappointed. Again, thank you for listening to the show and we will see you, well, we'll see you, but... Good
1: Dudes Grow 2.0 Thank you for tuning in If you're still listening to this That means you gained something out of this episode So make sure you share it with a friend Leave a review and subscribe So you never miss an episode of The Good Dudes Grow 2.0